Thank you for tuning in. We are back with another Generation One podcast. I'm so excited for the conversation that we're having today. The power of our environment, how impactful our environment is, the the company that we keep around us, and and everything that that looks like in in nuance, spiritually, practically. And so I'll really start that off with with a question and in, in asking you guys how important is it to you the people that you keep around you and why i can go okay I can go. <laughs> um so i'm battling well yeah i'm battling a disease and when i tell people about it i need to know that they're gonna go to war for me and not just like feel bad for me mm. you know so like off camera before this whole thing happened everybody in this room was praying for me laying hands on me and that is what i need and that is the power of community because I've been going through such a dark season of being in pain. And when I'm able to talk about it, my people show up. And mm -hmm. like I said, they go to war. And war doesn't look like, you know, what what we see with bombs and all that stuff. But really, spiritually, you guys were letting off bombs in the kingdom. You know, well, like, serving hell notice. But, you know, you guys were really going to war for me. And that that is just showing how powerful community is mm -hmm. in my weakest moments. Yeah. Well, I think that's really it because the people that you're surrounded by have to cultivate the soil. So, if, you know, if you can't really grow around people that aren't pushing you to be your best version, that aren't, you know, even if you're using, I'm not using people, but like, you know, people have like, Stan, you're a part of my calling. Jalen, you're a part of my calling. Putting people around you that are going to push you to grow, that are going to add to whatever your calling is, mm -hmm. and not people that are just going to kind of let you, you know, sit around, be lazy. But yeah, people that are just really for you. And like, I love what you were saying, Mariah, people that are going to pray for you. Yeah. Uh, because there's a huge spiritual aspect to that as well. Uh, there's a, Everything about your environment is going to uh, be a product of what you do and what you become. So if you got suckers <laughs> in your circle you're gonna be a sucker you come know? on but if yeah. you got people that <laughs> are talking about for, it let's be real you know mm -hmm. but if you got some real like strong people then you're gonna rise to that level as well so yeah. uh, it just your circle has to reflect who you are yeah. so when you see yourself mm -hmm. you have to see yourself also on those people mm -hmm. are they uh so when you're looking at those people are you seeing the bad parts of yourself mm -hmm. or are you seeing the better parts or some of the parts that you want to get to some of those uh evolved spots so yeah mm -hmm. you got to look at your circle and think hmm, what what in me is in that circle that's good or bad mm -hmm. that's kind of how you find you know, the right it, yeah. circle it's, it's a inevitable like we, you, in life you're going to do life with people and, yeah. and you're going to be around people and so mm -hmm. who you're around is really important because you'll become who you hang around yeah. you know mm -hmm. and i think your environment's super important so the people that you do life with every single day they're going to rub off on you in some way shape or form mm -hmm. so especially especially when we're talking about leading a life you know with with jesus you know if you're living a life for jesus are, is that same circle helping you lead that life you know maybe maybe not if you weren't living for jesus before and this is where you felt comfortable you know, maybe you need to, you know, reevaluate your circle sometimes, you know, and, and what's going to produce growth in you, you know? So yeah. I think, yeah, I think circles change a lot too, you know, different seasons and, and that's not making people disposable by any means. You know, there's a lot of people that we really love that can't be in our consistent circle, um, you know, and sometimes you find a tribe and you guys just do life forever and it's just always great. But I've seen my circle change a lot, you know, especially being in Los Angeles. Sometimes that's just how the city goes, but also like yeah. the different seasons of life and growth. Uh, sometimes it's necessary to change up your environment, you know, change yeah. up the people um, because I've seen when God's calling me higher, I got to be with people who are thinking higher as well. And people who are maybe ahead of me or at a different area that God might be calling me to because it gets me thinking like them. Mm -hmm. 
you know, just last night I, I could have edited and did work at home, but I went over to a friend of mine's house who is very motivated, very hardworking, very successful. And I said, if I go to his office and I go to his house and I work, I know I'm going to get something done mm -hmm. because when he's in my face, it's like, all right, I can't be lazy. Wow. <laughs> if I'm home, I could, I can kind of be a little bit more, oh, I'll get a little bit done. And I even tried to do that when I was there. I was like, okay, I think I got enough work done. I was like, nope, finish it. Like get it all the yes. way done. Cause he's one of those people where, I mean, you can call him at all hours of the day or night and he's up, he's working. And, and mm -hmm. so it's like, all right. And he's in the area that I feel called to as well. And so it makes me think that way too, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, who, who you're around will inspire you in your, in your thought life a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you said something I thought was really powerful. You said that for those that, that may be under the assumption that it doesn't matter, which is a place that, that I've been, I don't know if you guys have been there too, but where I think it, it doesn't really matter if I kick it with these people, it doesn't really matter if I go here because I know who I am or, or whatever the case, but it, mm -hmm. it does. Mm -hmm. And, and something I, I really want to emphasize is the fact that everything has impact. Mm -hmm. And I, I think too often we, the, the lie of the enemy is, is to make us believe that it doesn't have impact and that what we do doesn't have impact. The, the reality is that sin requires an environment to be cultivated and sin, we're talking about anything that's missing the mark of who God has called us to be mm -hmm. requires an environment for that to be cultivated and our best requires an environment for that to be cultivated. We have to realize that one or the other is being cultivated at all times. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious, what, what are you guys' thoughts on, on why it's mattered for you to surround yourself with, with the people that you do? Or like, where's the time where one of you have, have seen your circle change? Well, okay, so I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but for a really, really long time, like, I really didn't have, like, a circle at all. I mm -hmm. think um, when I was younger, I was pretty popular. Um, <laughs> not to do my own horn, but to toot. Um, anyway, um, so, you know, I had a lot of friends growing up, you know, uh, or, like, like or, or acquaintances even. They weren't even, mm -hmm. like, super close. Um, but I always kind of felt, like, different from mm -hmm. my friends. Not that I felt like I was better, but... It's like, it's like they, you know, we could laugh and we could kiki, we could joke, but it was like when it came to the deep stuff, you know, when I became, you know, started becoming self-aware as I was, you know, getting into my late teens and stuff like that, it's like something was always missing. Like they wanted to party, they wanted to have fun. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's great. But like, can we talk about how I'm like sad all the time, you know? <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> and so there, like there was just um, something missing. So I went through a really, really long period of time, honestly, probably like seven or eight years mm -hmm. of like not having friends because I place... You know, I think I noticed that I wasn't growing and I, I'm the type of person that I always, I like to be growing for better. I like to be pushed, you know what I mean? Um, and I just value community and having the right people around so much. So I went through a very, very lonely and um, yeah, just lonely time for like eight years. Um, and it was tough, y'all. It was really, really tough just... Um, yeah, just not have, or I would have like seasonal friendships. Like they, I would connect with, uh, I would connect with them in one season. And then if I felt like I was growing and they were staying stagnant, like we just wouldn't connect anymore. So I always, I would on honestly constantly feel myself like growing out of people and that hurt. Yeah. And that yeah, stung because it was like, you're supposed to be my people. You know, I finally, you know, found someone I thought could be my people. And then mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, you know, and, we, and we're good here. Yeah. But when I feel like I'm growing and you're staying stagnant, like, 
you know, it, it was tough. And I used, to, I used to have a problem with cutting people off, too. Because I think sometimes, too, um, you have to, it's not cutting people off. It's just putting them in a different, like, filing cabinet. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, you know, you, you, still, you still care about them and you still love them. But maybe they're just not meant to be, like, all up in your life like they once were. So it's also about, yeah, not just cutting people off. Cause I, but, but re, you know, redefining what that, you know, what that friendship relationship is and just, yeah, putting it in the, fi in the proper filing cabinet. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, yeah, no, it's, it's incredibly important cause yeah, it can literally either keep you stagnant or mm -hmm. it can help to push yeah. you forward to propel you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. no, I, I, it's, it's insanely important and, um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That mm -hmm. makes me think that sometimes we have multiple circles too. You know, you have like your your intimate circle who you can be super vulnerable with and tell tell everything. And you have some people might be more service level, and that's not even a bad thing. You know, some yeah. people you might just really laugh with and hang out with and, and play sports with, go to the gym with. You might have all these different circles, and I think I think that's a that's a pretty cool part of life too. You know, mm -hmm. I don't tell my my deepest darkest secrets to just anybody. You know, I bring <laughs> I bring yeah. it to my my yeah. inner circle because mm -hmm. I trust you guys yeah. with it. You know, and so I'm like, all right, we'll pray about it, we'll talk yeah. about it, I'll I'll feel something from it. And somebody else that might not be the case and that doesn't mean they're bad but it's just not how it yeah. should go you know that's yeah. just not how we're rocking mm. um so yeah it's good so filing cabinet gave me that little thought say like, yeah. oh okay sure. so because yeah it's it's like i need to know where to put you in my life you know mm. like where where are you where are you supposed to be at you know yeah. and so that makes me think about what you said earlier yeah you know how do you qualify what relationships and and what people are are, are able to be close to you? Mm -hmm. And how do you qualify what feeds you what you need? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Honestly, that's a little tough for me because right now I feel like I'm at a point where we were talking about capacity earlier and I feel like I'm at a point where I really have to ask God how am I able to steward the friendships that you've trusted me with? Because I know I'm surrounded by great people, intentional mm. people, um, people that go out of their way. And right now I'm really in a season of like, okay, God, how am I supposed to balance all of them? You know, because I just started going back to work. I wasn't working for a couple of years and I just got married. So anything outside of marriage and work, I'm like, I'm tired, you know, I'm, ta I'm tapped out. But now, right now, to be completely honest, I'm in a season of like, okay, God, show me how to reach out. Show me to who to reach out to when I can, because I know that the people that you've surrounded me with are so special. Um, and when I do talk to one of them, one of you guys, it's always so filling. Mm. Like it's, we're pouring into each other's cups and I'm like, okay, God, this is, it, it, it's so important to be intentional about the people that he surrounded us with. Um, so just continuously going back to him and asking him who I can talk to. Yeah. Does that answer it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I like what you said about like the, us, you know, in your circle, like being able to fill you because I think that is what qualifies it. The people that, and Mar Mariah, I feel like you said it on another podcast, but like, like people that, yeah, people that fill you rather than drain you. Yes. Because you get around some folk and you feel drained and they just talked your ear off and they didn't talk about nothing and it wasn't fruitful. You know what I mean? The conversation wasn't fruitful. Like, it was just kind of like, now I'm exhausted and now I feel like I need to go pray because yeah. I just didn't, you know, this was not, this was not great. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I think, qualifying it by am I getting filled you know what yeah. I mean am I, are you leading me closer to God yeah. are you pushing mm -hmm. me forward in some way I think that kind of qualifies yeah if if, if that person is supposed to be in your life if they're you know if, if they're like your people your mm -hmm. circle are they covering yeah. you in prayer yeah. are they you know checking in on you like yeah do mm -hmm. you feel do you feel safe with them I think mm -hmm. that really really qualifies um yeah the people that are really supposed to be in your circle yeah 
yeah, that's not do complicated I have, sometimes either. I yeah. Think you just kind of feel that sometimes. Yeah. You know? yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like when you're around the people that you aren't supposed to be around, it really feels like you have to read and like you're discern. You're like, wait, did you really mean that? Because I feel like you meant something else. Like, you know, there's there could be a lot of condescending comments that you receive from people that really aren't meant to be around you. Um, and that could be spiritually draining. Like after oh, yeah. you, that's, that's what we were saying. Like, are we filled up or are we drained? That's what we mean. And um, yeah, every time I leave your guys' presence, I'm like, the joy of the Lord is right here. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I, I think that's great. And I, I would say one of the biggest things for me is, is how I feel during and then really after yeah. after I'm after I'm around somebody because you'll know if we if we really are, are open and sensitive enough to paying attention to that we'll know what it is mm -hmm. and and like you're saying when I'm when I'm around you guys whether we're just kicking it or if we're really in prayer there's always a, a peace that that mm -hmm. I, I feel at my best mm -hmm. in some capacity mm -hmm. when I'm around you guys and and it pulls out of me it sharpens me it it, yeah. it yeah. the bible says somewhere in, in in proverbs i think that iron sharpens iron and mm -hmm. and just as a man will sharpen another man and i feel that in this um however i i think that there's a lot of people who maybe don't don't really pay attention to that sensitivity mm -hmm. and it's something i i've been in a spot before where like i didn't necessarily acknowledge that I was as drained as I was, or, or mm -hmm. maybe I, I knew, but I just, I continued to put up with the relationship because I, I had a fear of, of being lonely if I mm -hmm. stepped out of it. And I, I can imagine that there's a lot of people who may currently find themselves in a spot where they deal with, frankly, toxic relationships and, mm -hmm. and abusive relationships mentally, emotionally, and even physically. And it's, it's really unfortunate, but something that keeps people in that narrative is is this thought that like well either but this person does care about me or mm -hmm. whatever the case or, or or i just don't want to be alone i don't have anybody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how how can we speak to those people who as we're saying this and I'm, I'm praying that god would would really begin to speak to everyone who's listening about the people that are in their lives and yeah. and who we have around us and i i really just believe if we are open to it god will reveal to us people that are are for us and and people that send us in the other direction mm -hmm. but but what would you guys say to people who are stuck in that dilemma right now i want to tell a story tell a story yeah man. I, I had a there was a relationship <laughs> that i was in earlier this year and um move this over a little bit um Early on, I knew that it wasn't the relationship I should have been in, but mm. I was like, well, you know, but I like, you know, we got a great connection, we got awesome chemistry, mm. like, you know, she's attractive, mm. you know, all the little check, you know, checklist stuff, yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. got this, this and that, but I had a feeling like this really wasn't the thing, and mm. I was the person that pushed it down and was like, you know, it's okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, mm. if it doesn't work out, fine. That's never a good way to look at it. If you are thinking if it doesn't work out, fine, it is the wrong thing. Um, but, and I think that it could have, you know, ended in a much more um, clean way, mm -hmm. but because I let it, you know, because I got that feeling and because I let that feeling just grow, it ended up, you know, being elements of heartbreak on both sides. Wow. Um, 
So you don't want to have to go through that because heartbreak sucks. Mm. Has everyone in here experienced heartbreak? Come on. Oh, Talk about it. Dope. Yeah. Listen. Dope. Don't get <laughs> me going. It, it, it is no joke, but you, you, have, to trust, uh, you have to trust that discernment. And, uh, and we yeah. were also talking about uh, another one of Stephanie's matches. Pastor Stephanie is amazing. Yes, she was she talking is. about how the counterfeit thing comes before Ooh. the real thing. Oh, okay. So if you have a, a, Good God. a, a feeling <laughs> about, you know. Don't make me do it. He's going to run. He's going to run. Run out of here. Don't make yourself. But no, so the, the counterfeit thing really does come before the real thing. Yeah. There were some friends that I had to go, uh, that I had to let go of this year. And then, I mean, like, look at y'all. Like, I've never been so close mm. to you before. I've never been as close to you. Tell mm -hmm. we all have been close. That's facts. You're one of my new homies, like you know. And so I realized that, like, yo, if I didn't let go of those things, I would have never gotten this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you feel that unsettling feeling, yeah. don't settle for the unsettling feeling. Come on. Settle for you know, or don't hold on. Don't settle for the unsettling feeling, but just wait for the wait for the peace, wait for the good mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. Because there's nothing better than this. I feel complete peace. I feel joy yeah. when I'm around you guys. Like just mm -hmm. like y'all were saying, but yeah. yeah. If you feel that thing. Run. Yeah. 100%. 100%. He said if you don't let go of those things, you wouldn't have got these things. So, yeah. like, don't let those counterfeit things, like, take up the space of the real good things that are for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Real simple. Yeah. And yet, that feeling, that unsettling feeling, it never goes away. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Like, I think that you think you can try and suppress it as much as you can. And it doesn't go away. It doesn't work. And, you know, for me, you know, my story is unique because I was, like, alone or lonely. I didn't have friends for eight years so like i if so if, ever, if anybody ever been lonely it's been your girl so um <laughs> man it's tough 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 but um i think for me yeah like i just i really i really did trust that there had to be better like mm -hmm. you know God, and, and then i had to realize too like god cares about that area of my life like i was mm -hmm. just like would i would always not really I guess I didn't know that God cared about that area. And obviously I got y'all after eight, eight long years, y'all like literally eight long years, but it like, it'll, it'll come mm -hmm. like things get better. You yeah, like Isaiah said, you do not have to settle for that. Yeah. yeah like just feeling unsettled or just, Oh, I'm just keeping them around just cause I don't have anybody. Like, I think, you know, I had to submit to the process and it's hard, but I had to submit to the process of like, if I have to be alone, for eight years just to for God to because because God develops you in that time too mm -hmm. I honestly I realized I didn't really know how to be the best friend you know what I mean I didn't know how to be a good friend and honestly my relationship with God actually taught me how to be a good friend which um I hope that doesn't sound insensitive but like my relationship with God really taught me how to be a better friend to people mm -hmm. being in conversation with God talking to God allowing God to fill me with love and compassion and grace for people really allowed me to be a better friend when he did send me the right people yeah, um mm -hmm. so it took me eight years y'all eight years i can't ex i can't say that enough but but they came they'll like god <laughs> stop guys god, god will always you know if that's a desire that's in your heart god will always bring it to you it'll always come to pass so like mm -hmm. i was like it, it really depends what's your priority like would you rather sit in that for the rest of your life feeling not feeling peace or would you rather be curious and be like you know what yeah I, you know what what i wonder if there is something out there for me you know what I, God said so. God, God wants me to have community. He wants me to have the right people, but I have to let go of these people and, and let go of my fear of being mm. alone and, and then wait for the right people. Sometimes he sends them quick. I know a lot of people whose stories like, I let this person go and the next week, you know, have people. That wasn't my experience, but at the mm. end of the day, 
I'm grateful because who he developed me to be, I wouldn't have been able to even receive or really connect with y'all mm -hmm. if he hadn't took me through that process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, ju you just you just got to hold on and you just got to, yeah, desire more for yourself and and just believe that there is more because there always is. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. that's my Ooh, that was so good. And I want to share my story like that's opposite of that. So I mm. feel like for eight, nine years, I was surrounding myself with the wrong people. Mm. So therefore now I have more healing to work through. Like when the right people wow. came, I would question their motives. And I'd be like, wow. wait, are you being condescending? Like how they used to be condescending? Or do you, are you really like that sweet? Like, I don't, I've never met someone that, 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 is that sweet and that genuine. So mm. it's either go with God and like take the time to face the loneliness. Cause that's really what we're all facing. Yeah. Are we, if we're facing loneliness, we settle in relationship, we settle with friends mm -hmm. um, or we wait, we take the time, be with God and like face the loneliness or we like actually go to and the rush in the relationship or rush mm. around the friends. And those are the ones that we're not supposed to be with. And we end up having to heal more. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love so that. Good. I love that. And and to what you said, I think it makes perfect sense because it, he is our he's our father and he's mm -hmm. also a friend yeah. to us. So it's it's the model relationship yes. that we that we can then take to anything. Mm -hmm. And I also I'll tell this, I mentioned this to to you, and I'll, I'll tell it again here. Um, I there was there was people that I've had around me, and this is something that wasn't new. I had been in a for years, it was always people around me that were not feeding me in the in the way that was pushing me towards my best. Mm -hmm. And that looked like romantic relationships, it looked mm -hmm. like friendships. And this has been the year of the turkey chop for all of those things at, at various different times. And those have been really tough decisions to make. I think one of the one of the hardest ones for me because as I as I'm looking back at ones in the past, they become more clear. As I, as mm -hmm. you know, the more time I spend away from it, it becomes super clear. Like, oh wow, I, that that wasn't for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The most current ones, where it gets tough sometimes, is like when I'm when I might have been dealing with people that aren't like terrible people. They're not people that that mean harm mm -hmm. on me. Yeah. But but what happens when this? It's it's a reality in that when we're talking about being yoked in the same way and, and being in God in the same way, what, what then happens when the people around me, they can mean well all they want, but if they're an instrument, if they're mm -hmm. an available instrument for the enemy, it's a problem for me. Mm -hmm. And it's a problem for, for anybody especially those that have a, a strong calling, which I believe there is for everybody. Mm -hmm. When there's a calling, there's, there's warfare against that calling. When mm -hmm. there's a calling, there's going to be resistance against that calling. If I have someone who is within striking distance of me, mm -hmm. that is an instrument of the enemy. It's a liability to me to, to create a foothold for, for warfare that I shouldn't even have to deal with. Right, right. That that shouldn't be where the warfare is coming from. Not not from there, not in that way. And everyone slips, everyone makes mistakes and there's there's grace and there's forgiveness, but is there is a certain point where we have the enough discernment to say this is a consistent pattern mm -hmm. that I see and I, I'm recognizing that it's no longer safe for my calling and and for what it is you've called me to do, God. I, it's no longer safe for me to be around 
this person or this environment because I'll mess around and be around people that they got cute faith and and when I'm around them I'll kind of I'll bring it down a little mm. bit that's the thing mm-hmm. that's the problem yes that's the thing, that is a problem yeah. mm-hmm. if that's you're not bringing problem. them up you're gonna come down to their level yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can either grow into your relationships or grow out of them. So when we talk about our circles. Yeah. If you are too big for your circle, you that circle is not going to be a circle no more. It's probably going to be what? What's another uh, shape? An a octagon. Square. Be a square. Like, like a square. <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah, because I've definitely seen myself shrink in circles before. Yeah. If you don't fit in the circle, just find another circle. Mm-hmm. Don't try to force yourself in there and, and, and don't. Yeah, don't try to force yourself in there. Don't try to, you know, figure out how you fit. If you don't fit naturally, just yeah. go ahead and yeah. go. Yeah. Don't wait around for the people to change. That mm. is, I never, that's just, I don't know. Maybe I, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, thank you. Can't I, I can't wait around for people to change because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes they do. Most of the times they don't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, go find a new circle if you're not fitting in there. But yeah. if you yeah. got to contort and do all this craziness just to, yeah, just to be friends you don't do it no. yeah, uh-uh. you can want... do that out of comfort a lot of times <laughs> yeah you do out of comfort like all right i'm used to this circle so i'm gonna keep being here mm-hmm. yeah but you're feeling called to go somewhere else or to grow in a certain way growing yeah. your the way you're walking you're moving the way you're thinking but you're staying there because of comfort yeah. we got to embrace the uncomfortable yeah. and sometimes yeah. uncomfortable looks like loneliness and it oh, looks yeah. like being vulnerable with new people yeah and it looks mm-hmm. like you know doing things that others wouldn't do uh, but you have to embrace the uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, that's the only way you'll grow. Yeah. hundred percent. There's, there's one more thing that I, I, I want you to speak to Zay and then, and then we'll pray. Mm-hmm. And that's for the people that are leaders and they, they feel called to lead amongst the people that they're around. And there's something that I struggled with is always feeling like, well, if I, if I continue being around them, they'll, they'll get this thing <laughs> and I can, I can pull yeah. them with me mm-hmm. and and they'll catch it and then you know because when it happens when they when they when they catch this thing oh my goodness it'll it'll just be ridiculous yeah. and i'll use that as ammunition mm. to allow myself to yes, to bro. stay in a situation all the while it's actually just filling the void of me not wanting to be lonely yeah you can't pull people if they don't want to be pulled mm-hmm. like you can't you can't change people you're not god like only god can really do that you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah people literally they have to be open to being pulled they they have to want to go higher they have to have that genuine desire yeah. or else you're just gonna be dragging and dragging and you're gonna get <laughs> absolutely exhausted because they that's not you know what i mean they don't they don't want that for themselves so they have to see that for themselves and want to change like mm-hmm. you know and that's a tough reality to come to as a person that wants to help and that really wants you know these people to come into the next dimension with you if you're going higher um mm-hmm. but you really you really cannot force people you can't force that on people they have to have their own convictions they have to have their own thoughts about it they have and they, they just have to want that and truly desire that for themselves or else yeah you're just gonna be struggling you're gonna exhaust yourself <laughs> in trying to but you're going to become absolutely exhausted um mm-hmm. So th- yeah, that's just that's another filing cabinet. You know what I mean? Because yeah. maybe they're not bad people, but that you know, I just can't have you right here with me. You can be here, you know what I mean, every once in a while, but um, mm-hmm. we can't be here. So yeah. that that's what I would say to that. That's good. That's a huge point. That's that was amazing. my life for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is, is that it's very personal? Because when you're feeling called to lead, or if you're if you are a leader in your circles. Um, sometimes you get you get used to that. And so you're like, I'm still here because I'm being an influencer to this circle. I'm, right. I'm being a blessing to them. I'm leading them. I'm helping them. And sometimes that is calling and, that, and that's cool. But it's kind of like what I shared with you guys earlier about like now I feel like um, like that's not how it's going to. That's not how my life is now. Like God has upgraded and changed my circle so much. And now I'm with 
I'm with all leaders. Like mm-hmm. you guys are all leaders and, and, and it's really cool that we get to walk this life together. Um, and I have all of you to lean on. So I'm not drained at all. Mm-hmm. I feel constantly filled. I always feel uh, charged and inspired and motivated because I'm around you guys. And so that's cool, you know, and then you can, and that's why it's the, it's the multiple circles thing, because then it's like, I can go back to those other places, but I know I have a place as well where like, we're going to, we're all like-minded, you know, we're, yeah. I, we, I feel like we're all, you know, we're all in this one level, this one accord, you know? Uh, so it makes it a lot yeah. easier that way. It just, it makes me think about like basketball, like you have a starting five. Come and then on. if something's not working, you know, God might, you know, sub this person out and put this person in so you can win the game. He's like, all right, I'm taking you here. And, you know, we, we're not scoring so much right now. So let's take this person out, put this person in. This person's going to serve in this capacity. This person's a good shooter. This person's just going to pass and just rebound for you. This person's going to block this. You know what I mean? So you have God all throughout your all throughout your life so that you can win the game, win, yeah. the, win the prize. God's going to pluck this person and put this person in here. And he's going to move this person here for you so that you can win, yeah. so that you're not held back. Yeah. You're not always losing because it is a team thing. <laughs> You're always losing. It's, it's a team thing. <laughs> Life is a team thing. I've had so many people that I didn't ask for that God has just moved into position. Yeah. And it's like, all right, something's like, it feels like harmony. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a harmonious flow yeah. and things are getting done and they're getting accomplished because of who you're running with. Yeah. It's super important. Yeah. 100%. You got something you want to add? I want to pray. I want to wrap this up and I want to pray. Abba. Thank you so much for community. Thank you for just surrounding us with so many great people. Thank you for this this talk. I got so much from it. I feel filled up. And I just pray that to anyone that hears this conversation, I pray that you give them discernment. I pray that you give them keys. I pray that you give them steps and that you just whisper to them just the little nuggets that they need to hear about each person that they surround themselves with, Lord. Let them be reminded that it is so important to be intentional um, because you are intentional about them. Thank you so much, God. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Peace. Bye. Hi, family. Thank you so much for tuning in on another Gen 1 Tuesday. This podcast honestly blessed me a lot today. And if it impacted you as well, comment down below about how it impacted you, how you're going to check your circle, and just talk to us. We want to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Gen 1 Clips, where we will talk more in depth on this. We'll have clips from the podcast. And also that's where we would go live on Instagram. And so you can talk with us then if you have any questions and we'll be happy to answer them. Also, if you want to support Gen 1 any further, there will be giving options up on the screen. This helps us continue to bring you consistent life-changing content every week. Thank you so much for joining us for another Gen 1 Tuesday. Honestly, it's my favorite day of the week. So I'm excited to do this again next week. We'll see you then.